What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Where Anything Goes, because that's just how we go. You already know, it's your girl, Daisha. And I'm back with another episode, period. How y'all been? I've been okay, I've been good, actually. Um, Let's see, what do we cover? What do we cover first? First of all, I know it's been a, it's been a, a little over a week since I've last posted, so let me just update y'all a little bit, alright? So... I went to the Poor Minds podcast show, live show, and it was really lit. It really was. Like, I had a really good time. It was a little hot. It was giving church, you know, conference hot, need a fan hot, you know, but it was still really fun. Uh, me and Vicky had a good time. She looked good as fuck. I looked good as hell, you know, and I'm glad we went because I almost didn't go. I actually forgot about it, and she reminded me last minute. So we ended up going. It was fun. Yeah. Hey, Vicky. Hey, bitch. Anyway, um, let's see what happened. So I don't know if y'all even know what Poor Minds Podcast is, which I really need to look into it. I already said this in the last episode, but Lex P and Dre and Nicole, they are really funny. They funny as fuck. They're like comedians. But they just be saying real shit. You know, they little ratchet, little ghetto, little hood, but that's how we like it. You know what I'm saying? That's how we like it sometimes, you know? Um, they brought the row out. The row did his little shit. I, I can't. I ain't gonna say too much, but they could. I don't know. I was feeling. I was feeling the ice cream paint job. I can't lie, cause that's that really used to be my favorite song growing up. But they did a little segment. Um, to where they let they, you know, it had like an open question, you know, little segment, and. He was saying a lot of shit, and I just didn't like what I was hearing from him. You know, it was cringy as fuck. I'm not going to lie. But other than that, everything was a vibe. They had a little twerk contest. And the girls, they was all right. They could have put, look, put me up there with your best hitter. I swear I take, you know what I'm saying? They could have put me up there. They could have put me up there. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm saying. But it was so fun. It was funny. Everything. MC was funny. DJ was great as fuck. Uh, I think it was DJ... Uh, damn, what was his name? DJ, uh, it's on the tip of my tongue, y'all. I don't know. I'm not even finna try to play that game right now. But yeah, uh, something fresh, I, I want to say. But anyway, don't let me go down that rabbit hole, because I will. Anyways, that was that. Poor, Man, Poor Mind's, uh, live show was 10, th- 10 thumbs up. No. <laughs> Poor Mind's live show was five stars five stars anyway what else can i update y'all on um this summer has been very telling it has been very eye-opening on all fucking planes on in all aspects uh when it comes to my dating life when it comes to my relationships with my folks like my people the people that i love um when it comes to job career just chasing after my dreams um it's been it's it's been it's been a lot you know but i can i think i can speak for a lot of people when i say that we're all going through this like transitional you know little phase right now but it's not even a bad thing it's more of like an optimistic thing like just knowing that even though we're in certain spaces in our lives we're still we optimistic about it like we good you know we're gonna be okay 
that's where I am at least. And I had I've had a conversation with a good friend of mine and she she could agree with, you know, what we talked about and me, you know, it's just kind of we were on the same page when it came to um, you know, stating and expressing where we are in our lives and how we feel about it and how we kind of navigate through it and I gave her a little insight and she gave me some insight good advice you know what I'm saying it was a very much needed conversation and it just put a lot of things into perspective for the both of us you know um at one point I could say a few months ago I thought my life was falling apart I'm not gonna cap I was like my life is over like oh shit's falling apart I don't know what's going on <laughs> what am I doing I don't I don't know what's next, but where I am now, it's like I am just letting it flow. I'm not going to lie. I do take shit day by day. Sometimes I just got to do it like that, but I'm getting back into a routine. I'm building a budget, you know what I'm saying? Um, Just trying to navigate through this thing correctly so I won't keep hitting a wall, you know what I'm saying? I think that's what I was doing for a minute. I was just kind of, I kept hitting, running into a wall. And it was because I was trying to just I was just going through life without a plan, if that makes sense. You know, I know that makes sense. But I put some things into place because the last thing I want to I want to be is stressed. It's too hot to be stressed. You know what I'm saying? It's too hot. I don't even got I don't got the time or the space for it, the mental capacity. I just don't got it. You know. Um. Yeah. So that's enough of me rambling. Let's go ahead and get into these topics because I got some shit to say. All right. Let's go. First things first, let's get into the quotes of the day. This is actually something that I posted on Instagram earlier today. And I'm just going to read what it says. So, it was actually on my horoscope. And it says, from the day you were born, you've been taught to smile, appeased, and adapt to expectations no wonder you've lost touch with yourself and when I seen that it really hit like it really did hit me on some shit and I was like damn that's facts and the only thing that I could really think about when I seen this was just growing up in a religious household we were taught to kind of just mask everything that we were going through and make it seem like everything was good oh god got us this this that and then live up to these expectations that were put on to us. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> no wonder you've lost touch with yourself. Like, it just spoke to me on a different level. So that's the quote of the day. All right, I ain't even going to get into it. I ain't going to dissect it for real. But yeah, there y'all go. So today, I already said what I was talking about on IG. My last little IG post, you know, I told y'all to vote. You know, see what we was talking about. And we got to even vote. And I said that Daddy Issues was going to be the next episode. So that's what we on today. All right. So I was really ready to talk about this. But I had to prepare my mind and get my words together. Because I don't want to just be talking on the side of my neck. And make it seem like I'm bashing anybody like my father. Because I'm not. Uh, I love him. But, you know, doesn't mean that our relationship that he kind of cultivated with uh, me and my brothers growing up didn't, didn't and does not affect me now. Because it does. Okay. Uh, Daddy Issues has a lot to do with the complicated and complex relationship or the lack thereof that was cultivated by our father. So your father could have been absent, unavailable, like emotionally or, you know, um, psychologically or physically um, abusive or neglectful 
I'm just giving examples. I'm not saying that my dad were was any of these things. I'm not gonna, you know, disclose too much too much about him. But I can say this, me and my dad out of my twenty something how old am I? My twenty five years of living, me and my dad have gone through a lot, a lot, a lot, like a lot of shit. And I'm just going to say this. My daddy was one of them niggas that showed me that niggas ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? He just, he, it's something that he opened my eyes to. And it's something that I carry with me, you know, throughout my fucking life. It just is. I'm, I'm just being straight up. That's what we do over here, okay? But, you know, no love loss. I love him. You know, with all I got, it is what it is, though. Now, I'm saying all of that to say that your relationship with your daddy can affect a lot of shit. Your vulnerability, your attachment style, your the partners that you choose, because they tend to be mirrors, you know what I'm saying, with the things that you deal with internally. Uh, your boundaries, you know, how you set your boundaries. And, like, fantasy bonds. Like, for instance, I had a very bad, um, how do I say <laughs> This is so I had a real bad, um, uh, how do I say this, y'all? I had a thing for older men. I think I still do got a thing for older men. I love me an older man, okay? But ever since I could remember, y'all, I ain't gonna cap. I was about, let me see, I was about eight or nine. And I think it was the first time I looked at an older guy. Okay, wait, so y'all know I got to chime in and give y'all a little science behind all of this, okay? So, make it fast. Sigmund Freud is a psychoanalysis, analyst, I'm sorry, that um, came up with this theory about the sexual or psychosexual stages that lead to the, to the development of um, an adult's personality, okay? So, his theory kind of just described how personality developed over the course of childhood. Now, there are five different stages of the psychosexual you know theory and i can't break everything down right now but the third phase is the phallic stage and that's kind of between the ages of three and eight okay that's when we kind of discover our genitals and um yeah our libido at this age children also begin to discover the differences between males and females okay uh boys begin to view their fathers as a rival for the mother's affection um and that kind of develops a castration anxiety thinking that they'll be like you know fears that he'll be punished by his father uh for feelings for his mom okay and then for young girls this is called the electro complex it's been used to describe a similar set of feelings experienced by the young girl um and she starts to experience like penis envy the the kind of the fact that we don't ha we ha they have something or the men have something that we don't have okay um so in this phase i'm saying all this to say this is i'm saying this for a reason in this phase if there is um some type of neglect or abuse or um emotional dissatisfaction with the development or the um relationship with the father and the daughter this affects this begins to affect her and how she um sees males but this will also make her begin to choose other men um like a fantasy bond like i was saying 
to maintain or get something or, you know, gain that feeling of that father and child dynamic, you know, between another man. So you see a lot of women that kind of um, didn't really have a good relationship with their dad or they got daddy issues it's because this phase right here, the phallic stage, because um, now they're looking for their father in other men or they choose people that is just like their father. You know what I'm saying? Like if you notice a, a woman that had a really good relationship with her dad and she was spoiled and all that type of shit, she doesn't really have, you know, too many toxic traits and she kind of knows what she will is willing to deal with. She has boundaries. She is in long-term relationships all the time, you know. But if it's flip, it's somebody that, you know, someone has daddy issues, it's because she was not nurtured or she didn't feel safe or cared for in that phallic stage. Get what I'm saying? I hope that makes sense. Anyways, back to what I'm saying. But anyway, y'all need to go look up Sigmund Freud's psychosexual theory. And it might it might have been before that. I ain't gonna cap. I had I I can remember older men looking at me, you know, before I was really looking at boys. You know what I'm saying? So I remember that. But I remember the first time that I actually paid attention to an older guy, and I seen him, and I was in a car with my mom. I never forget this because she almost slapped me. I was like eight or nine, and this guy came out of my dad's barbershop, and he was so handsome to me. He had like a salt, he had like salt and pepper hair and a beard. He had a, he had a little Bluetooth Bluetooth earpiece in. He walked past the car. I said, "Damn, he fine." I ain't say damn, but I was like, "Dang, he fine." You know, whatever. My mama looked at me. She was like, "Girl, I'm I'm finna hit you in your shit. Play with me again." And ever since then, <laughs> that little cat, that little Kevin on the road, I've been looking at, I have been looking at, I'm just saying all this, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, that really did happen. But I've had this thing for older guys. That is a fantasy bond. That's a fucking fantasy bond, okay? You looking into, you looking, you going after these men trying to maintain or like get that father child like dynamic you know what i'm saying and it took me a long time to kind of grasp that and kind of like not be in denial that that's what i was doing but essentially that's what the fuck i was doing all right um i've always dated older guys when it was you know time for me to be able to go around move around and date and stuff like that it's always been an older guy you know so i kind of had to like reel it in and pay attention to what exactly I um, was doing and why I was doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because even though I was dealing with these older guys, it never really fully worked out in the end because I would be the one not interested. You know what I'm saying? Towards the end, I'm just like, mm, I got what I needed from you. You know what I'm saying? And they, what, what did they do? Fill a little void for a little bit. And I utilized the moment until I did not need it anymore. You know? So that's that. Fantasy bond dating above your age range that's what i did okay let's talk about boundaries your boundaries you really when you have a fucked up dysfunctional relationship with your dad or a non-existent relationship with your dad your boundaries can be a little bit out of whack you know what i'm saying they could be a little little shaky you nope know, not have no real foundation like you'll think that you have some standards and some boundaries but you really don't you let people cross them because your daddy didn't really teach you, you know, how to go about certain things and how you're supposed to be treated by a 
a meal for real and what you should take and what you should not take, you know? And um, I think to a certain extent, my dad did teach me a few things when it came to, to men. I know one thing for sure, I don't touch no doors. Don't touch no doors, never have. You know what I'm saying? Unless, you know, unless it just happens and I'm just, you know, moving around, moving fast. And I end up to open my, opening my door anyway, I immediately be like, why am I touching this door? You know, that was just something that was kind of instilled in me by my dad. For, sh- for sure, I could say that. So as far as the daddy issues, the type of daddy issue that I have, um, it's not that I did not have any type of relationship with my dad, but it was very inconsistent and um, unstable. One minute he would be there, you know, at one course of my life. Because him and my mom were married for, like, um, eight years, nine years, I think. Um, and then a certain point he wasn't there, wasn't consistent, didn't hear from him. Uh, he'll be, but he was the type of like, oh, I'm going to come get y'all. And then we'll be waiting on him and he never show up. You know what I'm saying? So it was just really um, inconsistent. And then, you know, um, our relationship just has always been pretty rocky. You know what I'm saying? And... One thing that I always wanted was a real solid relationship with my father. Being that I'm his only girl, I have seven other brothers, I'm the only girl. And I want to be treated like a pretty, pretty princess and be spoiled and all that type of shit. And I didn't get none of that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people would naturally think that, oh, I get what I want, I'm spoiled, all that type of shit. But really, no. Everything that I went through with my father kind of kicked me and kicked me into... um this like hyper independent state of being very defensive very closed off toxic traits you know what i'm saying i'm not blaming everything on him but i will say he had a lot to do with it period so um i am gonna keep this particular episode pretty short pretty short because on part two i'm gonna have another guest on here with me just to have a little dialogue as to um her daddy issues and mine and how we kind of like can come together and you know begin to or continue to heal those things and kind of navigate through it you know what I'm saying um I have done a lot of self-work intentionally to heal those parts of me um and it don't come overnight and I did not realize until time had passed and I began to mature and growing my spiritual walk and all that type of stuff that I did in fact have of you know some daddy issues up in there you know okay so this is gonna be part one of daddy issues next part be a part two and I am going to be in dialogue with a good friend of mine just to kind of um you know go back and forth on what she has to say and we just make a whole little thing of it you know what I'm saying I don't want to just word vomit about what I have going on and what my daddy did to me and all that type of shit so That's how we're going to do the next episode, all right? So I'm cutting this one short, and I will see y'all next time where anything goes. I love y'all. Y'all be safe. All right. Bye.